The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This is your Wednesday, August 2nd edition. We got three game early, 12 game main slate to get through. How did everybody like that Tuesday night? I told you it was awesome, it would be wild, and it was wild. You got pretty much almost every top guy was entertaining to be disappointing. Lester at least had nine strikeouts in his four plus innings of work. He just couldn't, he just walked the world. His pitch count went through the roof because he was actually doing really well, proving the point that the D-backs didn't hit the baseball. Um, and then you got guys like Nola just couldn't get strikeouts. Seymour got shelled. Samarja was good. Nelson was good. Barrios not bad. Chassin not bad. Nelasco at 6K got you 20-plus points. Just goes to show you, gambling pays on my best lineup. I got 147 points with Nelasco Nelson. And I only made three lineups. So... Um, it's very interesting stuff, and tonight we uh, we're get creative again, like really, really creative. We'll get there in a second, but we'll get to the three-game slate real, real quick. And before we do that, we'll do the weather and our, everything else, so let's get at it. Yesterday, we avoided all the weather scares, so let's see what we have in store today as the screen loads. There we go. Um, hot and humid in the Bronx for your day, actually. It's the Tigers. Uh, we get to the evening. Hot and humid in Baltimore, or warm and humid, I should say. Same with Pittsburgh. Very, very humid in Boston. That'll be interesting in that matchup. As you get on some more, it's going to be a typical hitting environment in Atlanta, Texas. Not as hot in Texas, though. We're in the low 80s into the 70s tonight. Wow. Look at them apples. D-backs, Cubs. Chances of thunderstorms, but it dwindles as the evening goes off. Hopefully, it just disappears completely. If not, looks like a late start. Shouldn't be a problem there. Um, very slight chances in Colorado as well. Hopefully, that's not a problem for all you Colorado stack machines. But uh, other than that, should be good to go. So, most of the problems look like they won't be major and will be just fine. Let's look at the totals on the slate. Your three-game early slate. Tigers-Yankees, 9.5. Blue Jays-White Sox, 10. Twins-Padres, 8.5. As you can tell, not great pitching. You're going to get a trend here the rest of the way. Royals-Orioles, 10. 
Reds Pirates, nine and a half. Indians Red Sox, ten. Nationals Marlins, nine and a half. Dodgers Braves are waiting on a total because Brock Stewart starting for the Dodgers, but against Tehran, I'm guessing you're looking at nine plus. Mariners Rangers, eleven. Diamondbacks Cubs, godly Arietta, they're waiting on the win. That one should be one of your lower totals on the day. Rays Astros, nine. Cardinals Brewers, you got Weaver making another start, so that'll be determined later, but it'll be at minimum eight and a half. I'm thinking nine. Nine and a half potentially in that matchup. Mets Rockies, Coors Field special. Flex and Chatwood, 12 and a half. Phillies Angels, nine. And then you got, then you got A's Giants in AT&T Park, eight and a half. Your lowest total of the night. So yeah, pitching is bad. We have like, I'll, just, I'll do the actual math here for it. Take me two seconds. One, two, three, five pitchers below $5,000. We have four pitchers in the $5,000 range. We have, my goodness, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pitchers in the $6,000 range. So well over half your pitchers are $6,900 or below. We will be gambling tonight, folks. We're going to have all the bats, all of them. Gamble away. But let's get into your pitching. Um, there's some high-priced guys, and I don't even know if I want to go at them. But you got Dallas Keuchel at 10-5 coming off a second start. Since being on the DL for quite some time with some neck injury, uh, some nerve issues there in the neck. Didn't look good his first time out at the Tigers. Right-handed heavy lineup, three innings, six hits, three earned, three walks, three Ks, only 79 pitches. So this will be a second start back. Hopefully, you know, you get 85 to 90. Is that all you want for 10-5? It's very risky. You got a Tampa Bay team. Sure, they strike out quite a bit. We know this to be fact. Strike out 26% of the time versus lefties. That's outstanding. Keuchel strikes out about 24% on the year. Good swinging strike rate. Ground ball is 66.3%. Still has a 19.4% home run to fly ball. That's not ideal. Tampa Bay does have the lowest total on the board at 3.89. Lefties hit 226. Righties 312. We do have a lot of lefties in that lineup. As we know, Duda's been on fire. Got C-Dick. Loma went deep yesterday. Um, Brad Miller. Malik Smith. So there's at least half your lineup. Longo's been on fire. So watch out for Longo for the cycle last night, crushing the baseball. Sousa Jr. was scratched with an illness last night, so you have to see if he's in the lineup. you got the catcher situation, Ramos, Sucre, whoever, uh, shortstops in play. It, it's a gamble. It's a gamble I don't think I'm going to take tonight. I really don't think I am. I think I'm going to pay down and get every bat known to man because there are so many great options. As you saw last night was home run derby. Tonight should be as well which means we'll probably get pitchers duels all over the diamond because baseball is just that awesome. Um, but on paper, this looks like just home run madness that even we could talk about it later stacking-wise. Just do minimum one, two-man stacks, maybe three-man at the most because you're going to want home runs. Guys going two for four with a double and a ribby getting you eight or nine points aren't going to cut it. It's just not going to cut it. You need double digits from your guys. Now, like Cano last night didn't go deep. He had a couple doubles, ribbies, got over 20 points. That's fine. You know, the guy that's going to be very, very productive is what I'm saying. So, uh, Keiko at 10-5, if you want to go with him, he's an ace. He's just an ace that might not be stretched out against a team that can take him deep three or four times. Um, I just don't know if that risk is worth it today. If I'm going to take a risk, I'm going down below, and we'll get to a couple guys that you might go like, Bubba, are you drunk this morning? I said, no, I'm, I'm 100% sober. So, we're rocking and rolling with that. Next up, you got Jake Arrieta, 10-3. Um, very good, very good stuff of late. 22.6 his last time out. Uh, 22.6, 18.5, 18.8, his last three starts. Has not faced Arizona this year. 
But Arietta has been like up and up and down this year. Three starts in a row is very very good for him. He hasn't put a three start run together very often this year. We mentioned how Arizona is not the same on the road, and they proved it. Like sure, Lester gave up a couple hits last night, but those walks have got him in trouble. If he's not walking those guys, those hits don't mean jack. And it's just you're you're giving him stuff. Now Arietta is not a big walk guy, but neither was Lester. So I don't know what Lester's deal was last night. Arizona does strike out twenty three percent versus righties. You got a almost twenty three percent K rate for Arietta. Uh, ground ball rate of 45.5 gives up a little, a few too many home runs. We got to wait and see what the total is going to be. The early weather, I'll double check it again because I don't believe it was blowing out much. That was the one with the potential rain in it, but the wind. Let me get back to that page. Didn't seem like it was too too bad. Um, potential. This wind can obviously change. This is stuff loaded up early in the morning. Um, Cubs, Cubs. There you are. Yeah, wind's blowing in about 10 miles an hour. So that makes him a little more attractive. So Arietta, if I'm going to pay up above 10K, I'd probably go Arietta over Keiko, given Arietta doesn't have a lot of 20-point games in his arsenal, but we know he does have them in his arm. So if you want to gamble up top, you gamble at Arietta. The guy I'm going at at 9200 bucks is, is Zach Godley. For A, people don't like playing against Chicago. They scored 16 runs last night. Oh, my. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Godley's been good, guys. Really good. And he's 9200 bucks. He's $1,100 cheaper than Arietta. He's $1,300 cheaper than Keiko. And he has the same potential to produce the same numbers as him, if not better. So you're saving money. This is where strategy gets into play. If he gets shelled, he gets shelled. Tonight's going to be a lot of shellings. It's going to be like last night, but worse because you expect it tonight. Last night, you didn't think Sale was going to get blown up. I told you he was risky, but you didn't think seven runs were in the cards. Um, like three or four? Sure. You could have lived with that. But... Um, that Scherzer one still pisses me off. Uh, that that neck deal, he better really be hurt. I'm not. I don't risk wish, wish injuries on people, but that was frustrating. But Godley, back to Godley, 30.2 points at Seattle and seven shutouts last time out. Um, 20 against the Nats, 14-1 at Atlanta, 19-8 at the Dodgers, 19-6 against the Cardinals, 26.8 in Coors Field, 22 at Philadelphia, 20.6 against Milwaukee, 14-7 at Pitt. So it was 20 plus for nine or. If you take the 19-8 and 19-6 and put them at 20, 20 plus for 8 of 10 starts. That's pretty damn good. Strikeout 7, 10, 9, 6, 7, 8, 8. He had a 4 in there. And then uh, a 6. 6 Ks or more in 9 of those 10 starts. This guy's good. Good ground ball stuff. Um, where'd you go? Ground ball rate of 57.5%. Hard contact of only 276 a swinging strike rate of 14.2. He strikes out 26.2% of the batters he faces, while the Cubs strike out 22% of the time versus righties. And by no means am I saying the Cubs are a walkover, but they're not the team everybody says they are. They're good. They had a big night last night. Tell me how many of those they've had. Not as many as you'd expect from a team like that. Lefties do hit 328 off Godley. Righties only 287. Rizzo double donged last night. He's having an amazing season yet again. You have guys like Zobris. Then you have guys like John Jay. Is that, like, not saying John Jay is not a good hitter, but is he the one that scares you? Because it doesn't scare me. Um, just go through that lineup. Godley is just as risky as the guys up top. At 9200 bucks, he is my top option tonight. So up top, I go Godley, Arietta, Keuchel. Now they got four guys from $7,200 and below. So only seven pitchers we're looking at tonight, which, as you've listened to me enough, is a low amount for a 12-game slate for me. Um, 
And it's just because it's that ugly. If I'm going to take risks, I'm taking risks. I'm not going Jason Vargas against Baltimore and Baltimore in the hitting conditions. I know he's been a little better of late, but he's been getting hit around. Remember when his ERA was in the ones? It's at three now. There's a reason for that. Getting shelled lately. He could pitch great. I'm not doing it. Baltimore did get shut down by Duffy. Duffy still didn't strike out a lot of them, though. Again, risk, reward. Porcello against that Cleveland offense. Lefties crushed Porcello. Then again, they cr- Fister got crushed by lefties. Fister shuts them down. They light up sale. Baseball, baby. So if I'm going to take risks, I'm going to J.C. Ramirez at 7200 bucks at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, he's not going to light the world on fire. He came up great. He was striking out the world early. Now it's like four, six, five. He had a two in there, a four, three, five, six, seven, four in his last 10. But point totals, eight, seven, 20.2, 2, eight, 22.5, four, 5.3, 4. So that's four straight double digit performances, 12 or more in three of those four. The floor is what I like. He's consistent. The ceiling, you don't know what you're going to get. But for seventy two hundred bucks, if maybe you give me fifteen plus, it's that's two grand cheaper than Godly. You can match him with Godly to still get a ton of bats. There's options here. Good cash game play, decent GPP play. When you're looking at JC, um, he is the sixth worst on barrel FIP. You're gonna we only have on the evening slate. We only have one guy in the barrel FIP leaderboard um, on the top, and that's Sutter. And we'll get to him or Suter. We have two. Four on the night slate in the bottom 30. And Ramirez is sixth overall, getting barreled 4.7% of the time. Striking out 16.4%. It's not bad, but he's walking 14%. That's the problem. That's why he's a bad pitcher. Um, When we look at Philadelphia, though, the intriguing part, they have the second lowest total on the board at 3.95. 07 more than the Rays against Keuchel. Lefties do hit 340. Righty's 303. They do have a lot of decent lefties in Atlanta. Decent. Not great, but decent. Odebell's swinging a good bat. You got Galvis who's having a great year. You got Cesar Hernandez, Nick Williams. Maybe Knapp catches again. There, there are lefties there. But for $7,200, um, where'd it go? Where's JC? Right there. The Philly strike out almost 24% of the time. First righties. So... If he's got the sinker working where he's got his 50% ground ball rate, gets a few strikeouts, 7200 bucks. JC is in play. Uh, next up, you have Brent Suter, $6,200. $6,200. At home against the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis, risky. Very inconsistent team. Nelson shut him down. Suter coming off a 26.8 perform- point performance at home against the Cubs. Seven innings, four hits, nowhere in five Ks. He does get strikeouts, five Ks in three of his last four. Um, about 17 or more points in three of his last four. He has shown the ability to get hit. There's no question about that. St. Louis, we're waiting on their team total because of Luke Weaver, but lefties 343, righties 273. A lot of righties in the Cardinals lineup. You got guys like Wong, maybe Garcia, Carpenter, of course. And then it depends. Fowler's on the DL. Um, you got Jericho, Fiscotti, Gritchick, Fam, Molina. They're not bad righties, but it's a lot of righties. Uh, you got a guy like Suter, who is um, striking out 20.4% of the batters he faces, but in the last 30 days, he's 18th best on that barrel FIP, 
getting Burrow 2.6% of the time, striking out almost 22%, and he's only walking 3.5, which is very, very promising. Facing a Cardinals team striking out over 21% of the time. So Suter, at 6200 bucks has tremendous upside, and I will be rolling with him. Now a non-homer play, I promise, but Matt Moore at 6100 has upside. Um, he pitches pretty well in AT&T Park, averages 14 points a game, a 4.380 RA compared to 17.23 on the road, 51 Ks and 61 in the third. Not great, but this is Matt Moore we're talking about here. In his last few outings, he's been decent for his price tag. 16.1, 15.3, 17.6. That was at the Dodgers, home versus the Padres, home versus the Indians. He got beat up against Miami, minus 7.7, but then 14.8 at Pitt. So four of his last five, we're talking 15 or more points. I will take 15 for Matt Moore at 6,100. He's back home at AT&T Park, like I mentioned. He's facing an Oakland A's team now that loses the designated hitter. That's something else to keep in mind. The A's strike out over 25% of the time versus lefties. Um, Matt Moore, we know he's not elite. Gives up a ton of hard contact. Again, let me reiterate, $6,100. On a slate like this, the other part that catches my mind, just like J.C. Ramirez kind of stood out, the A's have the third lowest total on the evening at 4.09. Third lowest, and you're facing Matt Moore. Lefties sit 361, righties 316. The A's Woba versus lefties is 291. That's really bad. That's the same as the Twins versus right-handed bats. That's bad. Uh, the Giants have a uh, the Giants have the same. Or no, sorry, it's, not the, it's the Giants versus right-handed bats. That makes more sense now. Um, the A's ISO of 140s average at best some more at 6100 bucks is definitely on my radar and will be in play for me and last but not least if you want the super punt of the day might give up seven runs might strike out six at the same time he's 4800 bucks he's cheaper than almost all the bats you're going to want to use tonight luke weaver 4800 bucks on the road at the milwaukee brewers um seven or five k's in his last start against arizona but you have four runs in those five innings 9.1 points 10 points at 4800 bucks is you'll take it. He's got the upside for much more because he's got big time strikeout stuff in the minors and he's facing a Brewers team that strikes out over 25% of the time. Um, you know, the rest of Weaver's peripherals are very low sample size, but we're waiting on the Brewers total. Lefty's 391, righty's 339. We know the Brewers have tons of power. It's massive risk reward. We saw they got the C-Mark just fine. Weaver's not even C-Mark quality. He might be someday. He's got the stuff. But at 4800 bucks, the upside's tremendous if you want to punt. You can match that with any pitcher on the board and still have a boatload for bats. Any pitcher. So Weaver at 48's in play. So my uh, my top options here, I go Suter number one, Moore number two, Weaver number three, Ramirez number four. So the, the arms we're targeting is Godley, Arietta, Keichel, Suter, Moore, Weaver, Ramirez. Let's get to your bats on the 12-game slate. And as you know, it's going to be expensive with pitching like that, and it's ridiculous at the catcher spot. You're not paying that much for Remuto, Suzuki. I don't care what they do. I just don't care. You're not paying these price tags. Um, you're going to have to look elsewhere. Uh, Salvi Perez at 42 versus Helixson. You can almost think about it. It's still too much for me. You're going to want to save... You're going to be able to save with your, your arms. There's no questioning that. But at the same time, you're not trying to break the bank at catcher. You want to break the bank elsewhere with big power bats. Not if your catcher's a big power bat. That's fine. Not many are. 
and Contreras versus Godley is not a, a, a prime target for me. But when you're looking at the Royals, um, well, I can't, team total 493, Helix lefties 332, righties 303. So you could look at Salvi. Um, a guy like Evan Gaddis versus Pruitt at 42 has got some power upside. Um, Wellington Castillo loves hitting lefties, loves it. Uh, Baltimore's team total of where'd you go? 507. Uh, lefties 348, righties 285. So Vargas has done very well with his changeup for righties. So you might I want to go to Willington Castillo, but he does do very well versus lefties. Posey at 4K versus Gossett is definitely worth a look. You're starting to get into more reasonable ranges. If you're not using Weaver, a guy like Manny Pena at 39 is very solid because more often than not, Weaver's going to give up some runs. He's a really good pitcher, but he's, he has flukes. Uh, so Pena at 39. Uh, Brian McCann at 39 versus Pruitt is very, very nice. So now you're getting into more reasonable numbers here. Yasmani Grandal versus a guy like Teheron. Lefties hit Teheron tremendously well. He's 3900 bucks. Dodgers, uh, lefties 334, righties 277 off Teheron. So Grandal definitely in play there. I doubt Vasquez makes the lineup after his big night last night and the extra inning or the, this long, long game period. So he's 3800 bucks. That price tag is steep. Uh, as you go down some more, uh, da, 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 no. Luke Roy's day-to-day. If he's in the lineup, he's 3400 versus Flexen. Um, Colorado obviously has a high, high total, but Flexen, <laughs> lefty's 520, righty's 558. Extremely small sample, but Flexen's out there for Luke Roy. If not, you know, you look at the, their lefty options there and Walters uh, at 3200. Not a bad price tag either. If Caleb Joseph gets to start instead of Castillo, Joseph's 3200 and in play. A guy like Robinson Chirinos against Ariel Miranda at 3,100 is very, very nice. Miranda's hit and miss in that ballpark. Texas 5.53 total, currently the third highest on the slate. Lefty's 3.18, righty's 3.04. So a guy like Chirinos with that power at 31, excuse me, is the upside we're looking for there. That's very, very nice. Uh, you go down some more. Wilson Ramos, 2,900 versus Keuchel if you want to kind of punt something. Uh, See what Nats are in the lineup, a Lobatone or a Weeders could be more value down below. Uh, it's just hit and miss. A guy like Francisco Cervelli is only 2600 versus uh, Stevenson. That's great value. Cervelli's having a really good year. Um, he's been a little slumpy of late, 0 0 0 3 0, but then prior to that was hitting really, really well. So Cervelli's been slumping. It might be a gamble, but it's a lot cheaper with upside. And that's what we're looking for. A guy like Sue Cravers, Keiko at 25. Um, so go down to like Weeders down to 24. There, there's value down here to be had. Uh, I didn't, I must have went past. With Matt Moore on the mound, you're probably going to get some Fegley out there for the A's. Oh, no, he's out. He's injured. So Maxwell's like 2,400, or they might have another catcher back there. So keep an eye on that. Let's head over to the first base position where we will pay up. And over at first base, Hosmer, 55. If you can afford it, he is in play. He just continues to hit the baseball well. Helix and lefties love him. Uh, Zimmerman versus Worley, 54 is not bad. You got Reynolds and Coors at 54. We like quite a bit. Joey Votto, 5,100 versus Trevor Williams. Williams, he's not horrible, but he's not good by any means. He's very, very hittable. He'll surprise you from start to start, but the Reds have been amazing versus uh, right-handed pitching. 328, well, well, 184 ISO is outstanding. Lefties hit 344, righties 318 off Williams. I was looking at Williams as a possible punt. I just can't fade the Reds. You saw what they did the tie on. 
they do have like the one, two, three, fifth lowest total on the slate, but we're still waiting for like six more totals, so it might be different by then. So if you don't want to gamble with the Reds, you can. I get it. Bottle at 51 is still in play. Uh, a guy like Freddie Freeman at 51 versus Brock Stewart's outstanding. Rizzo versus Godley at 5K. Uh, Wilmer Flores and Cooler at 49. I love me some Carlos Santana at 47. So if you don't want to pay up, Santana's got tremendous upside. Crushing the baseball went deep again last night. He had 25 more points. He's averaging 13.4 his last 10 starts. And, and he's still not getting much attention at all in the DFS role. He's averaging 13.4 his last 10. 25 last night, as I said. Had a couple slow games, but in his last 10 games, he has, uh, that's home away, five home runs his last 10 games. Really, really hitting it well. I mentioned earlier, lefties off Porcello. Um, we got the Indians team total, 486. Lefties, 293. Righties, 315. I don't care. He's hitting the ball that well right now at 4,700. If you are fading Keuchel, he's very good versus lefties. Due to swinging it well at 47, would be contrarian, but there's... There's certain times to be contrarian. Tonight might not be one of them. Be contrarian to the fact don't play like, you know, all coolers or all other things. But there's so many options. You don't have to be that crazy. He still might go deep. But uh, I got like Cody Bellinger right below him at 45 against Tehran's outstanding. He went deep yesterday. I told you how much I liked him. He's $200 cheaper and definitely in play. Um, Louis Valbueno, as much as I love him, and he might go deep off Thompson. I can't pay 43. I just can't. I can't. Like Matt Carpenter at 43, I'd rather gamble on than Valbuena. We mentioned how um, against a guy like Suter, who we like a lot tonight, and we'll probably be using, so I don't think I'll have much Carpenter love. Um, lefties are 343, righties 273. So a guy like, uh, like if you want Matt Carpenter, I'm talking, you want one-offs with home run upside. Carpenter, he's not the biggest home run hitter. Obviously, at 45, you can get a guy like um, Bellinger, or you can go down to a couple we'll mention here. But that's more the contrarian with the upside I'm talking about. So at 43 to there, you got a guy like Eric Thames at 42 off Weaver. That could be sneaky nice. Um, Milwaukee's definitely worth some attention, especially like their lefty bats like Thames and Weaver, or, uh, Shaw and maybe even a couple of the righties. I don't want a big stack, but they, they do match up nicely because I think Weaver's going to give up some runs, but he could get enough Ks at 4800 bucks. It's just the value. But Thames at 42 is really nice. Uh, Tommy Joseph swinging it well, but I, I don't feel like paying 41 for him against a guy like J.C. Ramirez. Uh, you're looking at Philly. They have, one, like I said, second lowest total. Lefty's 340, righty's 303. So I'm not looking to go that direction there. Um, as you go down some more, it'd be nice if Dominic Smith was up at 3900 bucks in Coors against Chatwood. That would be outstanding, but he's he's still down there for now. It's, he's coming soon, though. A guy like Brandon Belt versus Gossett at 39 is very, very attractive. Belt went ding-dong last night, 23 points, averaging almost 9 his last 10. Uh, very good ball player there against Gossett at 39. That's a nice value. Edwin's 38 versus Porcello. I like that quite a bit. Uh, he went deep off sale, like I told you. He does very well versus lefties, and the price is too good. He went deep. He's worth a look. Josh Bell had a good game yesterday at 38. If only we had good pitching, we had to pay for it. Hey, if you want to go Aaron. If you want to gamble on Keiko and take him with Godley or take him with Arietta, you can because there's still some value to be had here. And I don't think many people are going to have that pitching combo, but your bats are going to have to really, really go off. A guy like Yuli Gurriel, who we absolutely love. He has been struggling mightily of late. Averaging 7.7 his last 10. 
which is startling for his standards, the way he was so white hot. He hits righties extremely well. Extremely well. Um, you're going to Houston team with a 5-1-1 total. Lefty's 331. Righty's 3 off 86 off Pruitt. Guriel makes for a nice play at 36. That's the kind of contrarian I like with the upside. That's the kind that match up perfectly. Guriel, 3,600 if you need a cheaper option at first with good upside. Uh, Joey Gallo is versus a lefty, so buyer beware at 34. Uh, moonshot yesterday, my God. Lomo has showed power versus lefties. Not good average, but power. He's 34 versus Keuchel. You got Napoli versus Miranda in Texas. I like that a lot at 3,200. That's got tremendous upside. Again, only if we had a need, if we had good pitching. But uh, Napoli at 30, 32 is extremely cheap. When you go below 3K, if for some reason you're bargain basement hunting, I honestly don't see much I like. You're not going JSO. You're not going Voight because you're going to pay up tonight. So, yeah, not too much. Maybe Tyler White at 21 for Houston, but you don't need to go that cheap tonight. You really don't. Unless unless you want to leave a lot of cash on the table, which is not, I'm never against that. You just don't need to. Jose Altuve at 55 is outstanding. like that a lot. Jose Ramirez at 52 is definitely in play. Uh, Zerubal Cabrera versus Chatwood at 5K is worth a look. Odor at 49. Got Neil Walker at 46 in Coors. Not bad at all. Uh, D. Gordon, 4,500, been playing really, really well. He doesn't have the homer upside, but he's been getting on and stealing a lot. Four steals in his last 10 games, averaging 10.6 points his last 10 games. So he's getting on base, scoring runs, stealing. He's getting double digits. Might not be enough tonight, but he has been good. Uh, Paul DeJong at 44. DeJong, not bad. Scooter Jeanette at 43 is not bad. Wilmer Defoe at 43. These all have upside, but go to a guy like Robinson Cano, still too cheap. He's 42 versus Kashner. He's cheaper than DeYoung, Jeanette, and Defoe. Cano's better than all of them. He's 100 bucks cheaper, 200 bucks than DeYoung. You guys might have good nights ahead of him, but Cano at 42, that's where it's at. Jonathan Scope at 41, his tags dropped a little bit. Still hitting the ball really, really well. I'd go him over those three above Cano. I still go Cano above him, though, so he's got to mix and match. Um, see if VR's in the lineup at 38. He's got some upside there. Ian Happ at 36 went deep last night. He's not bad if you're fading godly, but I just don't feel like fading him. Same with Ben Zobers at 34. There's value to be had with some of these Cubs middle infielders here, um, as usual. Jed Lowry at 31, switch hit and versus Moore. Chad Pender's back. He's second base shortstop. Pender 31 with a power upside versus Moore is in play. Again, if you feel like punting and really loading up elsewhere, you're not going to want to punt more than probably one, two positions max. And you really might not need to, like I'm saying, with these options. And as we go on, you're going to have to check lineups for more value. Going over to third base, Arenado at 55. Yes, please. Another big Coors night for him last night. Another one in store tonight against Flexen. Flexen versus Chatwood and Coors is just a match made in heaven. Uh, Nunez at 53. He's been on fire. I'm not paying 53 for him, but he's been playing well. I think he earned it again last night. Got 21 more points last night. He's got averaging 14.5 his last 10. He's earning it. If you want to play him, go for it. I know many aren't, so the value's there. I just can't do it. I'd rather pay up for Arenado or Jose Ramirez at 52, personally. Even Beltre at 51 versus Miranda is outstanding. Outstanding matchup there. Bauer does give up the long ball, though. Strikes out a lot, but he gives up the long ball. Freeman at 51, I love. Love him more than Nunez as well, so that's where I'm going with that stuff. Moustakis at 49 against Helixson is outstanding. So is Travis Shaw at 49. Those two guys... Both definitely worth a look. I like Shaw a lot tonight, actually. 
but you're not going to be able to play them all is the problem. Like Marvin Gonzalez, third base outfield eligible at 48. He's an outstanding play tonight. Alex Bregman at 46. I always tell you don't sleep on him. His price tag's up to 46, and he went deep last night. So keep an eye on Bregman. Uh, Seager at 43 is okay. He's just so inconsistent. I'd rather pay for consistency tonight where I, have, I know I have a much higher percentage to get a dong, even though Seager can and will at times. Like Derek Dietrich's 41. He's been playing really well, more consistently than Seager of late. A guy like Manny Machado is only 4K. He's worth a look. Definitely worth a look uh, in this matchup. As you go on some more, maybe Hernan Perez at 36, just for the Weaver factor. Jericho's 36 for Suter. Hits righties really well. Uh, Rafael Devers at 34. I like that a lot. Or Devers. Devers. I think it's Devers, but everyone says Devers, so I'll say Devers. Rafael Devers is 3,400 versus Bauer. That is a really nice value. And Evan Longoria, 34 versus Keuchel, is pretty darn solid as well. Those are two nice three. God, why can't we have pitching? Why? I have no problem taking a lot of these mid to low 3K guys. I love doing that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, like Matt Chapman is 2,500 versus more. That's pretty solid, actually. That soft toss and heavy hard contact and more against a guy with the power like Chapman. That's scary nice. Uh, other than that, not too much. Maybe Caleb Cowart for the Angels versus Thompson at 2K, but you really don't need a 2K guy. You need home run guys. Shortstop, Seager at 55. Yes, please. Drew Cabrera, 5K is in play. Story against Flexion at 47 is okay. Lindor's 45. Really nice play there. Elvis Andrews, 45 versus Miranda, I like quite a bit. DeYoung, 44, we mentioned him. Defoe, 43, mentioned him. Segura's only 42. I had the night off last night, so see if he's in the lineup for that one. Go ahead and I can get a Med Rosario at 3,900. Didn't do anything in his first game last night. He's in play. Marcus Simeon does extremely well versus left-handed pitching. He's 3,900 versus more. Freddie Galvis at 38's in play. Not as much power upside, but he's been playing really, really well. As you go down some more, Crawford at 33 has been hitting a little better of late. Gets Gossett there. You got a guy like, I mentioned Pender at 31 is worth a look. After that, you know, Sogar doesn't have the power upside I'm looking for tonight. Tim Beckham has had a good game with Baltimore last night. He's 2,700 versus Vargas. It's pretty sure I don't want to go there if I don't have to, but if you're going down, he's an option. Miguel Rojas has been swinging it well. He's 23. For Miami, if you really need to go crazy, which you should, like I keep saying. Let's head to the outfield and wrap it up. And these prices are going to be crazy. I haven't even scrolled down yet. I haven't got out of the 5,000 range. Wow. McCutcheon, 5,500. Not bad. Conforto at 55. I absolutely love versus Chatwood. Blackman at 55 is the best play so far. He's the best high-priced guy. And he's third on the list here. But he's the best high-priced guy. Blackman at 55. Is as much must play as you can. Bryce Harper at 54, not bad at all. Jay Bruce at 54, outstanding. Went ding dong last night. Another great matchup tonight. Put an outfit of Conforto, Bruce, and Blackman together, and you could build something pretty. Bradley Zimmer at 53, I like quite a bit against Porcello. He's starting to earn the price tag. I still don't think he deserves it, but he's earning it. Trout to 53, he'll be overlooked. So that's a nice, with tremendous upside. Obviously, it's Mike Trout. And he'll get way overlooked, way, way overlooked in this matchup. And Thompson, good young arm, talents, not developed at all. 
Angels team total 505. A small sample, but lefty's 384, righty's 338. Trout is not a bad look either. Stanton at 53 is always in play. Gerardo Parra, he'll get overlooked tonight. Like I already mentioned, three outfielders to use in course. He's 53. Been very productive in a really, really good matchup there. The Grandy Man's 51. He can always go deep, but I'd almost I'd rather pay up for those other guys I mentioned. But again, that's a, that's a contrarian angle you can play because the upside is tremendous with a guy like Grandy. So it's a look. It's a, it's a look. Good one at 5K. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Fam 49 is okay. Nelly Cruz at 48 versus Kastner is worth a look. I mentioned Gonzalez, Marlon Gonzalez at 48 is really solid. We like lefties versus Weaver, but anybody's fine. Domingo Santana at 47 has been tremendous power. Josh Reddick at 47 is in place. Jock Jams at 46 is in play, but I go Reddick first. All right, pay down for Cody Bellinger at 45. Uh, the Milkman at 43 is not too shabby versus Hellboy. Got Jeanette at 43. Adam Fraser had a decent night last night. Doesn't have the power upside I'm looking for. Only three homers on the year. Hasn't been consistent lately, so I'm probably not going to pay the 43 against um, Robert Stevenson, but he's in play. Braun at 43. Carlos Gomez, 43 versus Miranda. Got Ozuna, who just continues to crush it, went deep again last night. He's 43 versus Cole, so Ozuna definitely worth a, a look at that price tag. Got Suspedis at 43. Had a nice little night last night. Continues to be priced too cheap. 12 points last night. Problem is, in Coors, you want almost 20 points, but Suspedis, we know, can run into one at any time. So at 43, Suspedis is a nice value in Coors. You go down some more for Mel Tapia, makes the lineup for Colorado. He's 4,300 versus Flexen. He is uh, an intriguing play. He hasn't been playing consistently, though, because most of their guys are healthy right now, most of them. So Tapia hasn't been getting full time out there, so keep that in mind. Mookie Betts, 42. He, uh, he's not lighting the world on fire. He had 14 points last night, only averaging 6.6 his last 10. We know what he can do, and against a guy like Bauer. Um, Red Sox team total of 514. Lefty's 320, righty's 321. Uh, Mookie could be one of those tremendously high upside plays at 42. Uh, much cheaper, much overlooked, just like Michael Brantley at 42 against Porcello. Eric Thames, 42 versus Weaver. All three of those guys are worth, worth, uh, worth plays if you are. You know, mixing and matching a little differently and trying not to be super obvious, which super obvious might not be horrible tonight just because literally you just want home runs. But all three of those guys can give them to you. So Thames, Betts, Brantley in that order. Ben Gamble at 42 is not bad. Not as much power as we like, though, so be careful. Yellick at 41 versus Cole is very nice. Solid 4K guy there. Starling Marte at 4K. Odebel Herrera at 4K aren't bad. Beltran went deep last night at 4K. He's a good look against Pruitt tonight. The Astros very much in play and should go way overlooked tonight. Pruitt is not that good. This really isn't that good. Brandon Belt at 39. Yes, I don't mind him at all. But ballpark-wise, not the best ballpark compared to other options tonight. But not bad. Hitting the ball really well. Alex Gordon, 37 versus Helixson. A cheaper option for you. K with the Chris Davis is only 37 versus Matt Moore. This is not real life. Um, that's way too cheap. I like Matt Morton. I don't get me wrong. I really do. He pitches great there. So I'm, I'm scared to use the A's for the fact he does do that. And the A's do struggle versus lefties in the ballpark, yada, yada, yada. I'm scared to use A's. But if you want to, if you want, want to be super contrarian, super, super, which I, I told you I don't advise, but no one's going to use these guys. They might use Chris Davis at 37, but as a whole, no one's going to use a lot of the A's. So like, like Davis and Simeon would be the top two guys for me. 
Uh, you go Chapman, super cheap, but I don't want to stack. So I can do like a Davis Simeon one two punch. Tremendous upside. Tremendous upside. But uh, I like Matt Moore tonight. We just know Matt Moore can get shelled in a moment's notice. Ian Happ, 36. Not bad. I'd pay up for Chris Davis. Uh, Cargo versus Flexen. Cargo's just been so bad this year. He had five points last night. I'd. So bad, so so bad. He's thirty six hundred. If you want a piece of Coors cheap, but he's so bad, it's unbelievable how bad he's been. Uh, I forgot to mention Malik Smith probably won't start versus uh, Keiko. I'll get to his replacement, who's not bad versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Benintendi's struggling big time. He's thirty four hundred though versus Bauer. If you think he's going to break out, I mentioned uh, Denard Spans thirty four has a nice price tag with tremendous upside. John Jay versus Godley at thirty three is a cheaper option there. How'd that Geyer play work out, guys? At 32 last night. That's pretty nice, wasn't it? Rajay Davis hits lefties well. He's 33 against Moore. Adam Jones all the way down to 3,200. My Atlanta. He had eight points last night. Still averaging eight points in his last 10 games. I know he struggled lately. But wow, 3,200 with that upside versus Jason Vargas leading off for the O's. That is tremendous. Nick Williams, 32, with some power versus J.C. Ramirez down here. See, there's good options down below. Man, pitching. Lewis Brinson will get overlooked at 31. You don't have to go that far if you don't want to, but the upside's there, just like Harrison Bader at 31. Two young, young prospects for Milwaukee and St. Louis, respectively. Shouldn't need to use them, but they are there if you want to be really, really different. Um, a guy like Gorky Hernandez. Started out the year so, so bad. And the Giants have been so bad. They've just needed to stick with him. He's up to 3K now. He had 10 points last night. Here's his game locks. 10-5-3-5-10-11-2-5-7-9. So he's got points in every game. He's got five or more in like seven of them. So he's not horrible at 3K, but not quite the power upside we're looking for today. So just keep him in mind for the future, if anything. Uh, Peter Borges was the guy I was telling you. He's 2800 bucks. He'll probably be leading off first Keuchel. It's all or nothing with Borges. You shouldn't need to use him, but he's there if if you do. And then other than that, I really don't think you're going to need to go down here. We can talk about him if the lineups come out later, but I, I'd stay stay far, far away. Uh, so there you have it, your 12-game main slate. Pitching up top, Godley, Arrieta, Keichel. Down below, we got Suter, Moore, Weaver, Ramirez. Those are all in those orders when we're looking at Team BVP. For your early slate, and by the way, for the early slate, I want to cover it. It's Zimmerman versus Tanaka, Hat versus Holland, Santana versus Perdomo. I say A, don't play it, but B, I'll tweet out stuff when the lineups come out. So follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. It's just not worth using. The pitching's so bad. Tanaka's really bad during the daylight, so you can gamble with him if you want. Um, Hat's probably your top option with Urban Santana or Hat Perdomo and get all the bats. If I built one, I'd probably go Hat Perdomo and then just take the gamble. They both could get beat up, but. I take that gamble and just get all the bats, like all the Yankees bats, um, all the, the Blue Jays bats versus Holland. As uh, okay, I got some covering it real quick now. Um, uh, for Toronto, you got uh, Donaldson homer to back to back games, so keep them in mind. Uh, lefties do hit Perdomo well, so if you're not using them, the lefties of Minnesota, but they've been struggling as a whole. Perdomo's sinker, strikeout type stuff, um, and Detroit versus Tanaka if you want to be really contrarian. So there you go. I'll still tweet stuff out, but there's your three game take on that. Not worth it. Now back to BVP. Todd Frazier, 5 for 18. Double and two homers off Zimmerman. Didi's a great play. He's gone deep against him as well. Oh, and you look down farther. 
I mentioned Josh Donaldson. Didn't even look at this yet. Seven for 22 with two doubles and two homers, batting 318. Uh, Kendris Morales, five doubles against him. Joey Bats is taking him deep. So there's some options there. Mookie Betts versus Trevor Bauer, small sample. He's three for five with two doubles and a homer. That's intriguing. Edwin Encarnacion versus Porcello. I mentioned how cheap and valuable he is. 13 for 40. That's 325 average. Five doubles, three home runs. But I told you I also like Carlos Santana. 12 for 41 for 293 average with two doubles and three home runs. Jan Gomes, 5 for 13 with two doubles. Michael Brantley, 8 for 33, two doubles and a homer. All nice looking plays there. Uh, da, 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 da. Alex Gordon against Jeremy Hellickson, 9 for 18 with a double. It's 500 average for those at home. Uh, go down some more. <laughs> Mezzarocco versus Trevor Williams, 1 for 1 with a homer. All, these are all going to be small samples versus Trevor Williams his first year. A guy like Tucker Barnhart, a sneaky catcher, 2 for 2. Uh, Scooter Jeanette, 1 for 2 with a homer. But wow, insanely small samples. Giancarlo Stan, one for two with a homer off AJ Cole. Yellow, two for three with two doubles off Cole. Ozuna, two for four with a triple off Cole. Again, small, small samples. Ridiculously small. Daniel Murphy versus Vance Worley, 12 for 22 with a double, and, or two doubles and a triple. Keep him in mind. Adam Lynn's taking him deep. Weeder's taking him deep as well. Uh, against Tehran, like Puig, five for 10 with a double and a homer. Corey Seeger, three for nine with three home runs. That's not bad. Grandal, 6 for 13 with three doubles, all in play. Uh, Mariners versus Kashner, Seager, 5 for 13. Segura, 6 for 18, two doubles. That's about it. D-backs versus Arietta, Goldschmidt, 4 for 13 with a double and a homer. Peralta, 4 for 12 with three doubles. These are all small samples, though. Brad Miller versus Keiko, 4 for 13. Longo, 5 for 18. No one on the current race team has taken him deep. Jay Burrs versus Chatwood, 3 for 7 with the homer. Um, Granderson and Cabrera both taking him deep. So has Suspedis. Keep that in mind. Rajay Davis, 5 for 17. Two doubles off Matt Moore. So really nothing too crazy compared to what we usually get, but a few good ones there. When you're stacking, I said Dodgers lefties versus Tehran. That's pretty easy. Grandall's cheap. You got Seager, Bellinger, and company. Puig's been hot against lefties and righties if you want to get really, really weird. Brewers versus Weaver. Love the lefties there. Both sides are in play, but like the Thames, Shaw, one-two punch is nice. If you want to put a three-man, Santana and Braun in there, not bad either. Cardinals versus Suter. Lefties like Carpenter. That's about all I really like there. Given they, they can blow them up. It's just not what I'm targeting. Obviously, you got Coors in play. Love both sides of that one, especially especially the, the Mets lefties. But as a whole, you like it all. The Rockies versus Flex and Flex and should get destroyed. Like, that's just not even fair. Their team total is already like 6.6. It's only, I think it might go up, but you never know. That's just crazy talk, though. Rangers versus Miranda is intriguing. Mariners versus Kashner. Lefties 354. Cano's too cheap still. 4,200. Blue Jays versus Holland in your day slate. Righties do it 373. So that's why I love love Donaldson. He's like a must play today. Should be super chalk. Um, in the day slate, also Yankees versus Jordan Zimmerman. Lefties 347. Righties 364. So have at it. Uh, Astros versus Pruitt. I told you I love that play. Lefties 331. Righties 386. 
They, they're they're going to be lower owned than normal because of Coors and some other options. So Astros definitely play. Guriel does very, very, very well versus righties. Keep that in mind. Um, Orioles versus Vargas is intriguing. Angels versus Jake Thompson, that's a sleeper one. That's a low-owned one. Lefties, small sample, but 384. Righties, 338. Trout will get extremely overlooked. Pools is swinging it well. He's just way inconsistent. Valpoint is expensive, but maybe worth a dart if you want to get weird. Calhoun is always cheap in the outfield. And it's definitely like a Calhoun trout one, two is not horrible in my mind or a trout pool holes. Isn't bad. I just, I don't know. Calhoun seems better to me. Pirates versus Robert Stevenson is not bad. Small sample, but lefties 419, righties 389. Royals versus Hellboy lefties 332. We like that. You could probably stack everybody tonight. Let's just put it that way. Nats versus Vance Warley's in play. Indians versus Porcello's in play. Reds lefties versus Trevor Williams. The list goes on and on and on. So there you have it, 12-game main slate with pretty much every bat you could ever dream of. And then the pitching gambles, again, up top in this order, Godly, Arietta Keuchel, down below, Suter, Moore, Weaver, Ramirez. That's where I'm going. It's either going to be a really, really fun night or who knows. But even if these low-priced guys only get you 10 to 15, you're going to be happy because the bats you get will be tremendous. So uh, check us out, thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens on the Twitter. Jesse's got his DFS piece out for the WGC Bridgestone that uh, tees off tomorrow morning, 4.30 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, check out the Always Pressing Pod with myself, Jesse, and Big Bucks No Whammy previewing the WGC. Tons of good stuff there. It's going to be a weekly thing, so let us know what you want there. Uh, all Around the Bases, we'll be recording tonight, myself and Mo. I believe it's episode 23, all the trade deadline talk, doing all that. So, yeah, get at it. We'll have a new surprise for you guys tomorrow. For you soccer guys, we have a guy jumping on board. He's working on his week one EPL premiere. I will wait until it's out before I announce who it is. But he's coming on board. Really good guy. So lots to look forward there for all you DGENs. Uh, he's going to do DFS and weekly previews for EPL. But more importantly, let's get this 12-game slate. If you're playing the three games, play careful. But 12-game is great. I didn't even talk about it. We can do it some other time. But the new rule changes of DraftKings are tremendous. I love it for all the, the the players like all of us. I I, I know I don't play big volume very often price wise, so I love the four dollar twenty max and stuff like that. And now it's great where the the sharks aren't going to be around, so it's good stuff. But good luck tonight on your twelve game slate. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Remember, hit me up with any questions on the Twitter at Trick. But for now, I'll catch you guys later. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your August second edition. I'm out. 